0: sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Reiner Lam. Reiner is the founder of an executive coaching firm specializing in leadership and career development, innovation, and transformational change. His mission is to mobilize and develop leaders to create a more sustainable and positive future for all. Reiner works with leaders and change makers in a wide range of organizations from startups, multinational companies, nonprofits, and local communities. Thanks so much for joining me today, Reiner.
1: It's a pleasure to be here with you, Diane.
0: It's great to have you here. Um, We're going to be talking about these seven essential emotions for leading positive change. And I'd like to start by um, asking you to, you know, give us the, you know, the foundation of this, like what, which emotions, why those emotions,
1: Uh uh, you know, why'd you choose them? yeah so 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 first of all let me uh, let me a little bit uh, back up and and go go one step back in terms of why at all i have been thinking about emotions um i have been a leader um myself in starting businesses both as an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur and have been leading people and leading uh, and growing organizations um uh, locally and globally um, but mostly globally and uh, uh in my early days as a leader, uh, I I learned a lot about leadership that's focused on the behaviors of a leader. So so how do you have to behave (laughs) on a leader? And I have observed that uh, many people have not really, they they learned these behaviors, but they really did not apply them. And and as I, you know, later years, I, I went into executive coaching and leadership development myself and have been training leaders around the world uh, I try to understand better uh, why doesn't it really stick all the learning that people do. They go, let's say, to expensive trainings and workshops and uh, on, on a Friday afternoon, they leave the workshop and they're all hooray and they go planning to to, to do what they learned. <laughs> and Monday morning, they forget, they have it all forgotten or they didn't get to it or they didn't you know, change their behaviors. And so our, our behaviors are driven by, by multiple things. We are multiple dimensional beings, you know, by our physical state, by our thoughts and language. So more uh, the intellectual or rational side, but the other dimension, uh, which drives behavior more than anything else, and maybe even stronger than anything else uh, research uh, uh, points in that direction, are emotions, and uh, uh, people uh, in both in in the educational system and in the traditionally and in the in the corporate world have avoided emotions as a domain or dimension of learning for for human being and for leaders, particularly. And I have been diving into that over, I've said, over the last 25 years, more and more so, and specifically as a coach, and found this as one of the biggest uh, uh, opportunities for transformational change for a leader and actually leading uh, change in organizations and, and, and outside of organizations. So that's really the why. So I found it so powerful for myself, applying emotions, and, and then also in coaching others. Uh, the, the one thing that emotions is a very complicated, <laughs> a complex um, a domain, because there's more than 250 emotions, and we might feel a, a mixture of, of a, su- a subset of that at any given time, we might not be aware of it, mostly it drives us, drives our behaviors but it becomes very complex to learn almost like a language, right? Kind of uh, learning a language can be very complicated because of so many words and sentences and structures and things like that. So emotions are very similar in that regard. So I uh, tried to boil it down to what are the the key leadership behaviors specifically for leading change and particularly positive change, aspirational change, and what are the emotions that drive those leadership behaviors? And uh, so that's kind of, Uh, the the background of of those seven essential emotions. Now, if if I uh, if I start with the behavioral side and then uh, drive and and talk about what drives those behaviors. So first of all, a leader and all seven from, it's kind of built like a pyramid from the bottom up. It's kind of a leader needs to care. Um, A leader, leader, leader that doesn't care is not being trusted. And uh, caring organizations are not, perf- non caring organizations are not performing very well compared to caring organizations. Uh, on top of that, a leader needs not only to care, but also be committed to serve. He needs to serve the stakeholders, the employees, the clients. Uh, that, that willingness and that commitment to serving the servant leadership is very critical. And and on top of that, a leader needs also to, 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 to understand what he's talking about, he needs to understand the clients, the solutions uh, they're providing, you know, when 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 organization is innovating to find uh, solutions to problems, needs to really understand, you know, if you want to transform the healthcare system or the educational system, the leader needs to understand. Uh, those systems and what are possible, you know, better alternatives and so on. So this is really the foundation in terms of behaviors, but what drives those behaviors is like caring is driven by empathy, particularly emotional empathy, which means that you can feel what another, you you resonate with the feeling of another person. So that's, that drives caring. Um, On top of that, you you might, you might care, but it does not lead to action yet. So in order to act, you need to be committed to to serve um, the needs of the people, and that requires uh, compassion. Compassion is the commitment to serve. It's kind of a simplified um, definition of it, but that's basically in a nutshell what compassion is, that somebody acts on their their empathy, on their caring. And uh, last but not least of those three uh, behaviors uh, in terms of understanding, understanding is driven by interest. Interest makes you explore an area, dive deeper into it, uh, uh, stay try to understand it in, a, in, in an ongoing way, not just like curiosity, which you know you're curious and you find the answer to something and then your attention goes to something else no, with interest, you stay on this topic to try to understand it deeper and broader and and, and it's more sustained attention to uh, to an issue. So those three basically, uh, these are pairs of behaviors and, and, and emotions that um, that build the foundation of that, of those seven essential emotions and, and leadership behaviors. Now, on top of that, is like, if, if a leader really understands an issue and he cares about it and he's committed to serve, then the, the next question is, how does the that leader want the future to look like differently? So it's kind of, he needs to be able to envision a different future. Uh, and that is only possible if he is in an emotional state that allows him to think about the future. And that emotion is optimism. Now, if as an alternative, if if the leader is in, a, in an emotional state that pulls him back, like the sentiment as an example, it's kind of like it takes the energy in something that happened in, in the past. Then the leader is not able to, to think very well about the future and come up with a with a you know a positive vision or an aspirational vision for the future. So that goes along as a pair visioning and optimism as the, the emotion that drives it. Now, when you have a vision of, of, of a future that you want to create, the question is then uh, to mobilize people to help you create that that vision, to make it a reality. And that that emotion is inspiration. Now. Many companies are not using inspiration. They're using more the the, the traditional uh, carrot and stick method. Right, you get rewarded, you know, with money or benefits or bonus or whatever. And if you're not performing well uh, or so well, or you don't meet your goals, then you get somehow punished. A low, a low rating or a warning or whatever. But that is not a sustainable driver of, of performance. Inspiration works much, much better. It's more, more sustainable and, and uh, it's an emotion that really makes you uh, want to perform well and create the vision. Uh, so that's the other pair. Um, mobilizing is achieved through inspiration, through leader. And now when you have mobilized people, the question is then you know how do you coordinate effective action? And that requires collaboration. In order to foster collaboration, the emotion that is required among the the people and also between the leader and his team or her team, that's trust. Uh, Without trust, collaboration becomes almost impossible. And uh, I would say that's one of the more complex emotions that I have studied ever. And so it has multiple dimensions, but we can go into that a little bit later because that's important to understand for developing trust, what are all the different dimensions and types of of trust that can be built now on top of trust, like if if uh, now the leader is able to come up with plans and he creates, uh, you know, coordinates effective actions um, towards the future. Uh, things still uh, might go wrong, you know, like we had this pandemic, many businesses uh, suddenly were faced with, uh, with backslashes and, and and there's other things like, you know, the, the Ukraine war right now with the gas prices, energy prices going up that affects businesses and, and, and personal lives as well and things like that happen and, and they happen all the time. Uh, it, so when that happens, the leader must be resilient. And that's there's a certain that's a behavior to to to, to not you know uh, break down, but to, to stand up and, and, and overcome uh, those adversities. And research has shown that uh, the the, 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 uh, the emotions that help you um, to be resilient is is a whole palette of positive emotions. I lumped them together into positivity in this model, but it could be um, any of the positive emotions like hope, gratefulness joy that a leader can cultivate in himself or herself but also needs to cultivate in the people he or she is leading and so that's basically the seventh um, uh, state emotional state that completes uh, that pyramid
0: that's awesome thank you and now a word from our sponsor another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Somebody isn't showing up when they're supposed to talk to Bambi unsure how to deal with remote workers, changing locations. Talk to Bambi getting complaints from employees about each other. You know what? You better talk to Bambi with Bambi. You get access to your own dedicated HR manager. These HR managers are all U S based and are dedicated to your business so you have consistent access to the HR expertise and personal touch you need. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices, like setting policies, training, and feedback. Bambi helps small business owners protect their business and gain HR peace of mind. HR issues are more complex than ever. Let Bambi help you with yours and with those employment nuisances across all 50 states. HR managers can easily cost 80 grand a year, but Bambi starts at only $99 a month. So what are you waiting for? Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Go to bambi.com right now and type in AYBG under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Spelled B A M B E E dot com. Bambi.com and type in AYBG. You say Uh, You know, people can change their emotions, I think that's sort of a new idea for people, so can you share some about, you know, how that's possible?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question, Diane. Thank, thank you for asking that. Because the the the, the, the conventional wisdom is that uh, emotions are just like automatic; they happen to us. You know, the, for example, somebody said, oh, "I just get angry if I see something that I don't like, and I, I can't help it." Uh, or or other emotions coming up, maybe more more uh, less visible. Uh, like resentment is an emotion that's less visible. Ang- anger is one that's very visible. And I can't help it, it's automatic, but research has shown that uh, we can uh, learn emotions and we can learn specifically, I call it shifting emotion. So what I mean with that is that uh, when you need a specific um, leadership behavior in a specific situation, I explained, for example, when the leader is tasked with creating a new vision for for the team or for for the company, for the business or for the organizations, and uh, to be a visionary leader in this moment, it requires optimism. But let's say if that leader is in a state of pessimism, and I can give you many examples of that, or, or resignation is the, the worst right kind of uh, state, Then then you totally give up, then it, that leader is not possible to create a, a positive vision of the future, to, to to imagine an aspirational new future that improves people's life in, in that domain that this organization is working so I'll give you an example if 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 a leader is in resentment which i have coached it's a quite common uh, that is the emotion that is associated with victimhood that like somebody did something to me uh, i'm a victim of that and that is not fair so this is the story that goes through the leader's head or any can happen to any person, it happens every day. Then th- that person ruminates constantly, uh, repeatedly, on that unfairness that happened to them. And they say, I, I want to make it right, I want to make it fair. You know, it might lead to revenge or to-, to some other behavior, but it is always a more, that pulls the whole energy of the mental energy of the person backward and keeps them in the past rather than moving in, in the future. So this is an example where I need to get people out of resentment by co- when I coach them or they need to learn it to do themselves. Uh, and th- 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 what I found very useful here is with that particular emotion, and th- that's true for ana- other emotions as well, but it's a different technique than here that the person needs to uh, shift to acceptance first. They cannot shift from resentment Uh, to to becoming optimistic uh, to to that future-oriented emotion. They need to have an intermediate step, which is acceptance. Now, we know that from uh, craving processes, for example, or other major losses, you know, when somebody loses a job or, uh, you know, there's a company restructuring, uh, mergers and acquisitions, you know, things that happen in business all the time, people are suddenly hit in the face uh, in, 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 uh, speaking in images here uh, and, uh, uh, and and suddenly they, 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 they slip into resentment that shouldn't happen to me and they stay in that and they cannot move forward. They cannot see new possibilities for themselves as long as they stay there. So they need to move to acceptance first. Acceptance doesn't mean here, this is an emotion that is associated with the story that's saying, I know this happened and I cannot change it. It happened in the past, po- because it happened in the past. I cannot change, it's already done, okay? So I lost my job or I lost the person that I'm, you know, that I love or I'm close to or something else happened to me, I had an accident. I cannot change it back, accepting that it has happened in the past, even if I don't like it. I don't have to like it. I have never, I don't need to fall in love with, with what happened, but it, I have to accept it and, and be in that emotional state. Now, with that emotional state, in that emotional state of acceptance, suddenly new possibilities open up and, and the person can easier, it's an easier step to move to a more future-oriented emotion, such as hope. That would be an also an intermediate step, but ideally optimism to see new possibilities for the future.
0: I got it. Those are great. Thank you for sharing those. That, that, those are really, really great examples. Um, now, if someone's listening and they're thinking to themselves, okay, I get it, uh, makes sense, and I'm curious about, you know, like where I would start in identifying the emotions I'm actually feeling, mm-hmm. is there some sort of process that they can walk themselves through?
1: yeah this is a, this is a very good question and this is i you know this goes into the uh, into the area of self-awareness huh? Yeah, um, because it's uh, and this is one of the uh, unfortunately one of the things i've observed that we we don't some people learn it some people have learned it but the majority of people have not learned to become self-aware become more self-aware of their thoughts because that's where we get feedback all the time on right so the, the the thoughts we speak out consciously something we speak out and then people maybe give feedback and say this is um this is this is what you said and then there's a conversation about it so we become a little bit more aware of that or we become more aware of our external actions something that's observable in culture like we we see how people behave differently from us things like that but the, uh, the, the emotion is really under the surface. So we have to listen to ourselves. Listen means uh, we have to become self-aware in terms and it shows up, emotions show up in the body. You know? They show up like so if, for example, if we have a loss and we are sad uh, and we grieve and so on, we might feel a, a tension in the body around the heart. right? Or uh, we might, uh, if we are anxious, we, uh, or even get to a point of like panic and things like that, our, our body might shake or we might just, it it, it, show, it shows into diff- in different parts of the body. So becoming aware of our body and how uh, things feel and then making that translation, what, what, what possibly could I feel? Because it's very hard to put it language to emotions it's kind of something that we, we can learn so the first step is really feeling it becoming aware it, it takes time to maybe calm down and st- be calm right when we get anger angry <laughs> the, the moment the person is angry you know i don't know if you ever heard of, if you say somebody oh you're angry and the person shouts back and say i'm not angry <laughs> <laughs> but the person is angry but the, the person is the last one that is becomes aware of it huh? but with the person calms down later you might say yeah actually i was angry now the person can figure out why was i angry Maybe an important value has been violated in this moment. Maybe that person saw a child being uh, hurt, or an animal being cruelly treated, or things like that, and say, "Oh, this is why I was angry." So, so learning, learning um, to become aware of the emotions is the first step. And 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 in in, in the book uh, in Aspire, I have um, for each of the emotions, I have practices how to become aware of them, uh, but also to become aware. Of your own emotions but also become aware and empathize with others so that you um, can put yourself into the shoes how is the other person feeling uh, because that's also very p- important as a leader uh, because as a leader it starts with self-leadership so become self-aware and shift your own emotions so you can change your behavior but then also um, getting a sense for in order to change the behavior of the people i lead or the, the people I want to influence positively, uh, what is the emotional shift I need to create, help to create for the other person? So for example, the saying: if, if I feel uh, another person collaboration is not working very well, the other person is not collaborating, and I find out there's this distrust from the other person towards me, or I have even distrust and I might fuel that Lack of collaboration, then saying, How can I build trust? So that takes also awareness your own emotions, but also then emotions of the other person um, I'm in a relationship with. So I want to build a relationship I want to influence positively.
0: Okay. Those are terrific. Terrific. And if there was one final takeaway you'd like the listeners, you know, like to leave with the listeners, what would that be?
1: Yeah, there's there's one of you know each each of you of your listeners, and I would say anybody, from my experience, can create positive change. Can do it by influencing behavior or changing behavior of others, but starting with yourself. And you can change your behavior um, by um, shifting your emotions to the emotions that support. Get shifting out of the emotions that prevent you from showing that behavior that you need to show as a leader, and shifting to the emotion in the specific leadership situation that you need uh, in order to show that leadership behavior. And everybody, anybody can learn that. That's that, that's. Uh, I want to inspire people to to look at that.
0: Yeah, that's great. I, I think that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Well, Reiner. Thank you so much for taking this time. Will you let the listeners know how they can find you and your book?
1: Yeah, the the book is on Amazon uh, in in amazon.com for the US and and, and, in each countries where Amazon is available on that particular domain to inspire seven essential emotions for leading positive change, no matter where you are. You can reach me um, by going to my website, reinolomp.com. And there you can contact me, but you also find more information about uh, the type of services I provide and, and how I help. The clients uh, to become better leaders.
0: Excellent. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. As I said, I, I truly appreciate it. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com.